0: San Diego welcome to the fit talk podcast I'm your host Tiffany Nelline. it's so good to be back with you doing more regular podcasts getting more active inside of the practice here it's been feeling really good and these podcasts are really turning around some comments and some insights welcome I'm glad you're joining us today You're going to want, anytime you're with us, we talk about all things fearless and transformation. We are about fit talking. We are about fearless and transformation talking. So it's really good to have you, but you need to have a pencil and pad on hand. You need to have a cup of tea and or your coffee, water, or whatever beverage makes you cozy because you're going to want to take notes, write down references and resources that I give you all throughout our time together. I move fast I got my mind on high where are you today San Diego welcome where are you around the world turn your mind on high and today I'm gonna talk about adrenal fatigue and cortisol cortisol and adrenal fatigue cortisol produced in the adrenal glands that sit on top of the kidneys. Adrenal fatigue is something that more Americans are suffering with more and more and more and more. And I'm actually on my own healing journey as we speak, and I now feel at this juncture quite comfortable to talk about symptoms, um, how to nip those symptoms in the bud, and how to start maybe your healing journey if you are realizing or have just recently been diagnosed with adrenal fatigue or cortisol overload. Cortisol overload. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm just going to keep it really simple and about that. Um, Symptoms, what you can look for, and easy, simple steps to begin your journey. I have been on a healing journey now for almost six months. had all the symptoms and getting right into it. I want to talk about those symptoms because, um, it has become near and dear to my heart as I watch certain symptoms digress. And, um, that's a good feeling when you know that you have a high stressful level of lifestyle currently. And the number one way to nip cortisol is to decrease stress the number one leading cause to cortisol overload is stress so when you consider stress in your life you need to take a huge chunk of your time to look at all areas where that stress is coming from home, career, uh, co-workers family members, children, extra organizations uh, community Customer service, clients, um, basically can come from anywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anywhere outside of your own bed (laughs) can be stressful if you allow it to be. So, what is cortisol? Cortisol is known as the stress hormone because of the role in the body's stress response. But cortisol is about is more than just stress. This steroid hormone is made in the adrenal glands. Most of the cells in the body have cortisol receptors that use cortisol for a variety of functions, including blood sugar regulation, inflammation reduction, metabolism regulation, and and memory formulation so just saying those four points blood sugar inflammation reduction metabolism regulation and memory when you start to get those are the first things that start to get wonky is when you start to have a cortisol flush or it's been in the system too long you're achy with joint pain meaning inflammation your metabolism like stops and you get foggy brained. You get really strange in your mind thinking or just forgetting really simple tasks that you were meant to do because you've got so much hormone activity going on in the body. Cortisol is important for your health, but too much of it can wreak havoc on the body and cause a number of unwanted symptoms. What are some of the symptoms? Some of these symptoms, believe it or not, you're living with every day and have no idea about it. Some of these symptoms include weight gain, mostly around the midsection and upper back. So what I noticed with myself was my arms were getting really thick and my hands were getting thicker than normal and usually during my day, of doing body work. My hands swell and my arms swell. It's just sort of something that happens. And then at the end of the day, when I'm unwinding and I'm loosening down and I give myself a massage um, with my own essential oils and relaxing, my hand swelling and arm swelling goes down. Well, it stopped doing that and I noticed that they were aching a little more and more and I was wondering what's going on I tend to have a round face in general but I noticed that the bottom part of my chin and my neck was more swollen and I probably was up only around 12 pounds so sure you're going to swell a little bit but this kind of felt like puffy you know when you've had like too much salt or too much alcohol the night before and the next day you just sort of feel thick and kind of puffy that's how I was feeling but it wasn't going anywhere and I thought it's kind of strange just kind of like, well, okay, maybe I just need more of a sweat, need more of a, so I started doing more sauna sessions, and it helped a little bit, adding more grapefruit to the water, Um, I was losing some more, um, I was losing some weight, I had put on quite a bit of weight, I mean, talking about, I've been on this journey now for six months in healing, but previous to that, I had put on a complete total of 30 pounds after releasing 55 pounds, so this weight gain was gradual, but unnoticed to a point and then I just really started to feel it now it just feels like I'm down 15 pounds but I still feel thick like the I now I understand it's the cortisol and now I understand what it is not necessarily fat in my body and I'm not necessarily that big that I feel and probably and I feel and I look it, but it's just this hormone influx that has added tissue and fluid in the tissue and added lipo allowed the lipo to just kind of go right into these little pockets. So What I have been experiencing and what I was experiencing was muscle weakness, severe fatigue, like really tiring, uh, weight gain, uh, a little more acne, acne around the face, uh, acne on the back. I contributed it to a workout. I used this new... Kind of started playing around with some formulations that I was doing. Maybe I was having a skin reaction, um, couldn't really tell. Um, But the weight gain on the upper body, mainly, and on the face was for me a telltale sign that there was something off, that it was an unusual pocket of. Um, weight holding for me so I started to look into it more never had blood pressure before in my life Um, only twice did I actually feel strange surges in my chest I thought well is this an anxiety attack or am I actually not Um, is this blood pressure what the heck no way Um, so I only had a couple bouts of that and did my blood pressure and it was high Um, it lasted maybe for two days and it calmed down headaches had increased maybe a little bit and also another symptom of cortisol um, headaches had been coming but primarily they were behind the eye which I knew were tension related and nerve related first time that had ever happened well with the upper body weight gain and that extra fluid I was getting less oxygen so the less oxygen was making me all kind of wonky and you know foggy-headed as well as um, giving me headaches and um, so there was so much going on with the symptoms. I'm talking about just symptoms of cortisol. So what does this mean that having high levels of cortisol, if you've been told you have adrenal fatigue or high level of cortisol, it may be referred to if it's that bad as Cushing syndrome. Cushing syndrome is a condition results when your body is making too much cortisol. Then these are symptoms that can arise after taking too high doses of Corico steroids. Um, this can be ruled out before testing for Cushing syndrome. Some symptoms of Cushing syndrome include fatty deposits in the midsections, face, between the shoulders. I just talked about that. Um, sometimes that big kind of hump between the shoulder is like a big fatty deposit. Um, that can sometimes be Cushing's um, syndrome. Um, That can be worked on Uh, purple stretch marks weight gain slow healing injuries and thinning skin now I have was not having any of those um, symptoms although except for the weight gain Um, the weight gain being isolated to the upper body and the face. Um, so maybe on the brink, but not there. And I don't like to self-analyze or diagnose myself and the cortisol, um, overload was diagnosed through lab work. So I don't run around the website, uh, self-diagnosing. Um, but I did do my own research after my lab results came back and I have been on the hunt for self-care since. When you only are given 14 minutes with a managed care PCB provider, you better go into that office meeting prepared with either questions or um, looking for validations for your own answers that you have researched. Otherwise, it's going to be their agenda with empty responses and empty answers, and you may not get the progress that you need. If you're on follow-up care from self-care after things like Cushing syndrome or cortisol or adrenal fatigue, A, you better be doing your homework, and B, you better be going in with, again, a list of progress, what's working and what's not working in food and nutritional or medication, and those questions, insights, and education that you have found so perhaps you can train and educate the doctors um, that don't seem to be well-educated enough lately. We just have to stay on top of it, folks. And I'm not saying that we have to supersede anything. I'm just saying that when you're giving 14 minutes, you have to do your own homework, your own research and your own self-care. You are only checking in with your doctor to validate what it is that you're doing is on track to seek more insight based on what you don't know and or get further insight for next steps you got to work together as a team. You have to today. Look at all the millions of people that are out there. You have to take ownership of your own care. And so this is what I have been doing, owning my own cortisol recovery and cortisol overload recovery. And the number one instigator that has been the trigger for all my cortisol stress and the releases of cortisol have been stress now back in the day and sometimes there has been so much trauma and environment all of us americans and people around the world are excreting cortisol every day almost getting into a car accident missing that door by a fraction of an inch that subtly uh startle, fearful response to something is all cortisol that gets excreted in from the adrenal glands on top of the kidneys. And so when it's extruded through the pituitary gland, um, what happens is it puts your pituitary gland into overdrive. And that organ is at the base of your brain that controls the secretion of various hormones. Issues with the pituitary gland can cause it to go under or overproduce hormones, including adrenal corticotopic hormones. Corticotropic hormone, which is cortisol. This is the hormone that triggers the adrenal glands to release cortisol. The pituitary gland is also part of that use that we use, quote, in that third eye. It's also the production that we use to follow our gut instinct. It's also that pituitary gland gets really overactive and can get quite anxiety and drive anxiety when we are creating so much that adrenocorticotropic hormone released through the pituitary gland. So... Something very stressful happens. You get anxiety. That anxiety feeds into conclusions and you start feeding your mind. That's your pituitary gland working. Sometimes people after a, a traumatic incident can get quite... Um, Intuitive people who are very intuitive, uh, psychic medium, empaths have a very active cordi- um pituitary gland. Very active pituitary gland. So you, sometimes you need to keep an eye on that, and you need to keep an eye on your adrenal glands. That's just sort of what's been studied, and they're finding that people are, you know, um, who tend to be very sensitive types or anxiety types, tend to have a very very active pituitary gland and can lead to issues um overactive pituitary gland is possible and that can lead to tumors that can lead to adrenomas uh, adenomas i meant um cautious pituitary tumors uh adrenal gland tumors outside of my scope that i want to talk about medication side effects um that can happen um cortisone a lot of steroids over 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 steroids for asthma, upper respiratory, that sort of thing can really wreak havoc on the adrenal glands as well as the pituitary. Uh, A lot of people with blood sugar issues or upper respiratory sinus issues who take steroid medications um, can also have some um, issues along with that. Let's talk about, after a break, I wanna talk about ways to simply, simply reboot your cortisol. It's going to be really, really, really simple folks. Super simple. In the meantime, I want to clean the palate. I want to listen to a little bit of music. I want to um, just kind of get you used to this little groove that we're going to do. And when I come back, we're going to talk about healthy tips on how to um, boost that. Okay. And take care of this once and for all. Stand by. Welcome back to the Fit Podcast with Tiffany Nelline as your host. Welcome back. Fit Talk Podcast where we are fearless in transformation. Okay, so we are talking about cortisol and we are talking about adrenal fatigue and some simple steps on how to reclaim yourself. Um, True cortisol addressing is truly addressing the stress levels in your life. Truly addressing stress levels in your life means you are truly looking at every area in your life that brings you pleasure and brings you strife. And taking an honest look at those areas in every aspect of your life is your number one step to treating cortisol. The number one step to treating cortisol is to inspect the stressful areas of your life. So how can you do that? Make a list. Let's start with a list. Number one family. What is great? You could do a pros and cons. What works and what doesn't? What is the good aspect to the family and what are the challenging aspects to the family? What am I doing well? What can I do better? Those types of lists is really great. Here are some of examples of things that are positive in a list like -like. family-like. The structure is good. Breakfast, lunch, dinner is handled. Um, The children and the family work on a good time schedule, meaning they get up on time for school, they eat their breakfast on time and you're out the door for work and school on time. That works. That's what I mean. What doesn't work? Here's an example of a list that is the cons. I push the snooze button four times before I actually get up in the morning. So I don't have time to make breakfast. The kids breakfasts are granola bars and pop tarts because everybody sleeps in and doesn't get up in time to get dressed, have breakfast and leave the house. It's rushed because I need 15 more minutes of sleep. That would be part of the con list. So you start making these lists, okay, and examining the stress level of your life. Number two, how do I take care of myself? Number two, we're talking about simple steps to start healing your cortisol overload what is working for me? How do I nourish myself? This is where you start looking at what you do to fuel your body, what you give your body to feel its best. I eat breakfast, you're making your list. Your breakfast, what do you do for your breakfast? What do you do for your lunch? How do you feed yourself lunch? How do you feed yourself dinner? What is your body regimen? Do you shower and then put lotions on? Do you dry skin brush? Do you do anything with your body in the morning time before you get dressed? Do you touch your skin? Do you apply lotion from head to toe? Do you touch yourself? Do you look at yourself? Do you dress in front of a mirror or do you just dress outside and hide yourself? Do you look at yourself in the mirror? Do you floss your teeth? Do you brush your teeth two times a day or just one time a day? Do you brush your teeth at night or do you brush your teeth in the morning? Do you brush your teeth at all? What you will find is when you start making a list of what, how do I take care of myself? You will find, and it's okay if you do, that sometimes that list is a little bit smaller than maybe your first list. (laughs) on how everybody is doing in each of the categories of the family and the career and everything else. Because what we are finding with cortisol and adrenal fatigue is that most people do not take care of themselves. They don't consider themselves important enough to take vitamins, but they make sure they that their parents and their loved ones and their children have all the nutritional needs and everything met for them but our list and our self care tends to be depleted That is a big finding that we're finding these similarities with people with cortisol overload is that you're available everywhere else but in yourself okay that's number two making an inventory and how you take care of yourself number two number three What do you do to mentally, physically, and emotionally take care of yourself? Stimulate yourself. Relax. What do you do mentally, physically, and emotionally to take care of you? Sounds simple, right? What are the ways you take care of you mentally, physically, and emotionally. So let's look at the mental part. How do you get inspired? Who do you allow to inspire you? Who or what do you seek to get inspired? Where are you spending your time looking for inspiration or motivation? Where do you get that motivation mentally? Physically, what are you attracted to? What do you do physically that nourishes your body? Do you like to exercise? Do you exercise? Do you like to dance? Do you dance? Do you like to do things that make you feel good and pretty or strong and viable? Is it working on a car? Is it going to the gym? What do you like to do physically to boost yourself? And what do you like to do emotionally? How? Do you like to read poems? Do you like to listen to music with meaningful words? Or do you like to listen to music that have that repetitive grunging sound that just grinds it? Do you like music? Do you like to read? How are you emotionally provoked to release stress? Check this out. Here's a little secret about cortisol. One of the only ways to release cortisol is through the tear ducts, believe it or not. And when your body gets overwhelmed with cortisol, it will find ways to release through the eyes whether it's just weepy eyes allergies tears crying that is why crying is so awesome for the body not to forget it so keep it up those are three steps that you can take to start reading yourself of cortisol today doesn't seem to take much does it it's all an internal work that's my point i want to wish you the very best journey stay tuned these podcasts are going to continue as we look for ways to keep you fit fearless in transformation see you next time come back anytime holistichands.org and tiffany nelly is where you will find me on there email me or give me a call anytime happy to answer any questions and we'll talk again thanks for listening to fit talk podcast